Technically, we're not. We're early. We're really early. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> I have not, outside of the group text that Kenny left, I haven't spoke to Tom at all. Threw off my routine, Rook. No I had to. Huh? I blocked my two of my sisters and my mom on my phone. Because they wouldn't stop with the group texting. And finally, I just, I got so sick of it, I blocked them. Hey, what happens when you send somebody a a text that's numbers blocked? Do they get a response at all? You know? I'm asking for a friend. Yes. Wait. <laughs> what? What's the question? So, if, for instance, if you block one of us, Kenny, yeah. and I try to send you a text, does it get? I don't see it. No, but I meant does it does anything go to the sender that you blocked? As in, message not received or something like that. Uh, I think um, it just. Do you have an iPhone? Yeah, I think it, that little delivered thing. I don't think that shows up. Got it. Okay. Asking for a phone. <clears throat> yes. All right, Tom. Let's get this over. <laughs> yes. That's what I was thinking about a half hour ago. Come on, let's get this over with. We played catch with the baseball yesterday, John. It was I fantastic. know. December 7th, man. It was just splendid out. Splendid. Did we break the record yesterday? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. I don't Do what know. Bye-bye. I remember that one. I don't know where it happened to that one. Bye, bye. Uh, Ken, today I need a moon and a sea foam out of you. Rook, I need zero res and ray. What's up, Tom? Shuffle people. Tomas. How are we today? All right. Pumped and ready. John, I just need a North American banking company. North American banking company. And holiday art. Why don't you give me some more spots, Chris? Come on. What the hell? I uh, <laughs> mentioned you in our sales What's meeting. On you did? Well, that was very uh, kind of you. No. It doesn't slide up. The mayor says, I do not want to disturb it. Um, we are live on the town council, Tom, just so you're aware. So none of that profanity that normally comes out. Does it all BS? What? Right there. No, it's fine. It's fine. Are you sure? Yep. Well, you see, the problem is you got to have your chairs too high. Joe likes to basically sit on the ground when he does the show. Yeah, that's it. Does he sit? No, that that chair that's next to you, that's the one he normally sits Oh, you know, because I was sitting in that originally yesterday, and I felt like I was was a tremendous slouch. He was a, well, you were, don't sell yourself short. Judge. <laughs> Schmales. Yeah. Uh oh, we got it from Bob. Are you working this weekend? That's a loaded question. My dad. <laughs> Don't, Don't respond. Don't answer. Don't yeah. respond. Yeah. Don't answer. Yeah. I said I'm at the airport. Working in what fashion? At the airport. It no, just means yeah. he needs something. Can you run to Walmart and get me some Jimmy Deans? <laughs> need some sausage. Maybe he's just looking for luggage. No, he, he needs rookie to make a grocery run. Right. Matthew, does he do voice to text or does he use his fingers? Uh, he uses his neuropathy filled fingers. He can't. Uh, he, he's like, uh, uh, uh. he doesn't use voice. Didn't text. he try to do a taco spread for New Year's Eve last year? What was the What was uh, the spread for New Year's what Eve? What was his? Yes, I don't remember. 
I think it was something like it was like a taco spread. Yeah, I thought he was doing. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. He'll be. uh, He did well on Thanksgiving. We'll see what happens on Christmas Eve. I didn't know you could fill fingers with neuropathy. Yeah, it's. it's, it's I didn't realize it was actually like a substance that you handshake. You pour. (laughs) My dad does voice to text, and it's like a foreign language. Yeah, it's you, you can't understand any of it. So I just um, throw a bunch of random words and text them back to him. Yeah. So my response is always as weird as his. I, my then brother. Then he just gives up. And then he texts back, "Call me." Yeah, my brother does that, and then he gets pissed when I say I I, I don't understand what you're saying, <laughs> and he gets pissed. I'm like, hey, well, stop and, talking and- into your phone. Type. Some of those talk to text things can uh, change the complete meaning yeah. of what yes. you mean to 100%. say. 100%. I had proofread. I had one, and I'll keep this as clean as I can. A friend of mine, a female, uh, said, Are you interested in, she meant to say, Are you interested in HH next week, meaning happy hour? You know, yes. this group that yes. occasionally gets together. It came across. <laughs> Are you interested in HJ? Were you, were you knocking oh, on the door about yikes. three seconds <laughs> later? <laughs> I'll be there in two minutes. <laughs> I could not wait to respond. Poor thing. And she goes, Yeah, I guess I should have proofread after all. Is <laughs> your husband going to be there? Well, I'm just going to assume you, watch. you were being very literal. So, bitch. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I, I've had a lot of. I should save them. You know, there are those websites. No, I would say don't. Uh, <laughs> I would. No. You've probably uh, seen those websites where yeah. you can save them yeah. and then they they yeah. post right. them. Right. Yeah, it's a screenshot. And then, and they yeah. Don't don't do that. No. <laughs> so that was pretty. She was mortified. Needless to say, I don't know that she'll ever actually speak to me again, <laughs> at least hilarious. without turning bright red. <laughs> what well, were you interested? Well, I'm always up for happy hour. All right. yes. Okay. Hey yes. now. Usually in the morning. <laughs> All right, we ready? I, I, I don't know. After All right, that exchange. cue the talent, yeah, stand by. Out. Wait a second. Oh, sorry. Where are we going here, Tom? What are you going to do first? Um, I was going to talk, I think, a little bit. Of, have you been following that uh Maple Grove cop case, um, yeah, where the Hennepin County attorney. Have yeah. You guys talked about that. No, we, it did not come up yet. But I'm glad you're bringing they, it up. They, the Hennepin County attorney, does not want to charge that case as an assault on a police officer, which would be mandatory prison time. And right. It, right. it's interesting. This guy, I, I know Mary Moriarty has been a little more lenient with juveniles, but this suspect is 40 years yeah, old. Yeah, he's he's at it. And he, my theory is you can't be dragging somebody for 40 feet or 40 yards, whatever it was, right. and not know right. there's someone dragging from right. your yeah, car. Exactly. Just, again, no opinions on the news, people. I'm just looking right. at the there facts go, of the right. case. So. There you go. We'll, we'll, we'll start with that after, after I note the fact. King. <laughs> and now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner. Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Height in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. And in reality, this is a man who's been deputized to do all of those things in Joe's place while he is 
I assume somewhere in Europe or <laughs> on a beach. Like he's in Antarctica. He's or, doing some uh, global oh, climate change. Do they have testing. garages in Antarctica? Before you get to your hard-hitting topic, I do need to share a quick story from the mayor, uh -oh. if you don't uh -oh. mind. Oh, no, right. it's okay. Well, do well, we have a choice? The right. CP, <laughs> the CP had texted me this morning saying, uh, I need your address. I'm assuming Christmas card related, whatever. Well, then Joe calls me maybe five minutes after that. Hey, dummy. Yeah, yeah. what's up, Joe? I'll be there on Monday. My flight got... I said, Joe, you're already worried about what time you're going to get back. <laughs> right. Wow. When you just got, got to your destination. <laughs> I just wow. thought... You're unbelievable. Go enjoy yourself. But no, he's already so you're off the hook for Monday. Oh well, there there you um, go. I can I can sleep in on Monday. Well, who is the uh, Rook? Help me. Who's the? Is it Mancini? Yeah, he's always it was, worried it was about Nick Mancini. Thank you. Nick Mancini would. Uh, this is from John or Pat. I forget. He would go down to you know do a trip to Las Vegas, and the first thing he would do when he got there is start trying to find a way to get home quicker <laughs> and not stay there Thursday to Sunday. How what what are my options here to get back? So without without fail, it's hard to enjoy yourself when you're already stressing out about how you're home. going to get back. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's how. He well, he doesn't go on vacation to enjoy himself. It, seriously, he, I I don't think he does enjoy himself on no. vacation. The first thing he does when he arrives there is looks into booking an early flight home. The first <laughs> thing, yeah. right away. So. You know, you brought up the Mancini family. Do you know Pat Mancini is the first fellow St. Thomas student I met when I went to St. Thomas? Oh, really? You know, I knew some people that I went to high school with who were already there. Right. But in terms of somebody outside of my Edina bubble where okay. I grew up, yep. where I met someone at St. Thomas, it was Pat Mancini in a theology class. We were the first two ones in there, and we started chatting. And, of course, being a suburban boy from Edina, I had no idea what Mancini's was. Oh. We didn't really talk about Mancini's. Sure, I think he right. may have mentioned that you know, his family has a, a, a restaurant. And now Pat and I have been friends for 45 years. That's cool. Then, so. Pat tells a great story about Nick uh, when Nick Mancini was in the um, in the home. You know, a little he was kind of losing a little bit, a little dementia had set in, but at about, he went, told everybody in the uh, place that at 10 o'clock, there's going to be a bus that's going to come down and take everybody down to the casino. So make sure you're out in the <laughs> lobby at 10 o'clock. So 10 o'clock comes and they're all coming in their robes and or they're uh, not in their robes. They're, they're, they're attired to go to the casino. And they said, what are you doing? Well, Nick said, there's a bus that's going to take us to the casino tonight. So they went and found Nick, and he's in bed sleeping. He didn't. It was just he just had the you know. It just he was going through the motions. But that's the. I just thought it was a funny story. The Mancini family. I, could you imagine all of the stories? You just look at the pictures on the wall in the oh place, and you know that, that that there's a thousand stories, maybe a million stories from that. A true St. Paul institution. Now I did notice, and this is probably not. Has anybody else ever had a tie on? In no, here. first time. Never. This is first, first time, time ever. In the yeah. wearing a necktie. Garrison yeah. had a suit on, but there was no tie, correct? That is correct. Garrison Keeler, when he on. was in studio, he, yeah, he had the sport coat and the dress shirt on. The but thick not eyebrows. He put on the thick eyebrows that day. Yeah. yeah. 
fake that guy bro oh, right. just just jumble so i'm i'm kind of class <laughs> classing the joint up a little bit or am i just, yeah, I, I wouldn't go that far foghorn just for this just for having a tie it's no. a festive no, holiday the, tie. the knot is good I no like it's actually knot. and i shouldn't say how because people will denigrate me for this it's a christmas tie not a holiday yeah. tie if you, you very how often, if, you, if you say happy holidays people will go merry christmas right i don't I don't mean any disrespect to Christmas, but there's more than one holiday. Right. Starting around Thanksgiving, I start saying happy holidays because you got Thanksgiving, yeah. Christmas, and New Year's. Yeah. So I lump them all together. Although yeah. I did have an email. You will love the passive aggressiveness of this. I had an email from a woman after last week's ad issue, and she noticed that we had Christmas decorations on the news set. Yeah. And, you know, the ad issue set is part of the Five Eyewitness News set. There's a Christmas tree. There's lights and yeah. uh, all that wreaths and that type of thing. So she writes in a very classic, passive-aggressive Minnesota way. Uh, Dear Tom, uh, enjoyed your show. Just wondering why you have Christmas decorations on the ad issue set. Okay. And then sincerely, whomever. Right. And so I knew she was being very passive-aggressive, and she really just wanted to get into a fight about why are you celebrating right, right. Christmas and not you. Kwanzaa or Hanukkah right. or, you know, what have you? So I wrote back in my very best passive-aggressive response mode right. that, dear so-and-so, because it's the Christmas holiday season, I hope that helps. Sincerely, Tom. It was very respectful. Mm -hmm. It was very much to the point. I would say more so to the point than she was. Yes. Because... Do you all agree you know what she was getting at? Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So well, I, and I, I just, plus the way they decorate the set is not my call, but I'm fully in favor of it because Christmas is the main holiday we celebrate in this country mm -hmm. this time of year. Right. In a nation Fact. founded on Christian values. And this is just what happens. It doesn't mean people don't celebrate other things like Hanukkah, which started this week and Kwanzaa and, and different things, but are we on day three? I I hope we are two or three. At me? I hope two or we three. have enough for yeah, eight looking over here? I, I'm not. Yeah, I I, I don't know. Well, Tom, I, Tom, when we get those emails, uh, we in the past, and I think Chris started this. Uh, sometimes they're a little more aggressive. They're not passive aggressive, and we started yeah. answering just with the word noted. <laughs> that's that's yeah. nice. And you do know that that angers them more than anything. Well, well, that's, exactly. that's why we do that's it. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> when you don't engage, they go, oh, I have so many points I want to make because <laughs> all you're doing is noting what yeah, I right. said. Because when something's far enough, no, nothing I'm going to respond to you with is going to change your opinion or calm you down. So noted. Okay. No. And I. that's why gotcha. I just said. Because it's the Christmas holiday yep. season. Tis That's why. Season. Or it is a Hanukkah bush. Yes. If, <laughs> if, there, if there had been a menorah there and somebody had written in, I would say because it's Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Yes. I mean, it's just, it's very. Isn't it? It's also Matthew's birthday, right? That's right. Thank you for remembering. Is today December, your birthday? No, December 23rd. Oh, it is. Best is Christmas it, present. Oh, is this like a Christmas that. month type of thing? Yeah, is it like a birthday month? Is it like sure. the Advent season? Is it not <laughs> yes. just a one day I deal? Just, see, Matt thinks he has an end to heaven because him and Jesus were only a couple of days apart. What's up, my yeah. brother? <laughs> I have a. Uh, what does my shirt say? Um, He's birthday got a sweater. boy. Yeah. Jesus. It's a picture of Jesus and says birthday boy. And I always wear that sweater all the time. <laughs>
Not uh, only on your birthday or birthday week. Usually I can okay. sneak it through. Yeah. That's what inspired. I believe it was either that day. It had to have been that day where Joe looked at Matthew and he had written out in a giant uh, post-it note. Checked out, Joe. He, knew, he yeah. was going to participate zero getting, in that you're conversation. Getting minimal, I'm getting a D, the minimal capacity right. or whatever it is. I'm here to collect the check. Right. I'm collecting the check, but I'm not helping. Which, just fair warning, that's how I'm kind of feeling today. <laughs> <laughs> so just, uh, have by, fun. The, by the way, noted. Noted. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely noted. Um, now, uh, it, it is an honor, I, I should say, my second day as the one and only that's right. deputy yes. mayor. Um, and so it, it, it feels good. You wouldn't believe how many texts and emails I got from friends of mine. Oh, cool. Uh, a friend of mine called me on his way to go pheasant hunting in South Dakota, calls me at eight 15 last night, a friend of mine from high school. How's I'm listening to you on GL. Uh, give me a call. So very cool. I call yes. him and you know, I can hear it on in the Why are you calling me when I'm hunting? <laughs> <laughs> no, he was he still had four more hours oh, okay. Okay. Uh, to drive to this uh well now you can club. respond with you've done such a great job that Joe's coming back early. <laughs> yeah, you made him nervous. You made him nervous. I I doubt that is the case. I think you already highlighted why he's coming back. He hates vacation. He really does. He just, you know, you have, and, and sometimes you do feel a little out of the loop, but I will say. I embrace vacation for everything that it is worth. Yes. I mean, and I get away. I try to unplug, but it's very difficult in the news business to just unplug and get away. Right. And Joe probably feels the same way. I mean, he's an, a fellow St. Thomas journalism grad who graduated 10 or 15 years before I did. But yeah. he's got news in his blood. And it's hard when you're away and you hear something God, I really want to talk about that. But right. by the time he gets back, he's going, nobody's going to remember right. what that it's story is. By now. now, speaking of stories, yes, uh, one thing that we had gotten emails about this yesterday, and uh, both from the Maple Grove Police Department and one of the police organizations, you guys have probably noticed there's this case in Maple Grove that has uh, Hennepin County Attorney Mary Moriarty back in the spotlight, yep. headlines, what right. have you, because she's not going to charge uh, a suspect with assault on a police officer, which brings with it automatic uh, prison time. And it involves a case uh, involving uh, a guy who was pulled over, I think because of tinted windows and he failed to signal his turn. And then when they're up checking the guy out, it turns out they find out he's got a suspended license. They notice, I think it was a beer can or a liquor bottle or something okay. on the floor. One thing leads to another. He finally takes off from the cops, gets into his car, and tries to start driving away while a Maple Grove police officer runs up to try to, you know, grab right, onto the car. Right. And then the guy ends up dragging him mm. for, I think it was 40 feet, which is a— for, 40 yards, actually. Tom. Was it 40 yards? 40 yeah. yards which yeah. is a long way to nearly half a football field. Uh, certainly it's going to be injurious to the officer in this situation, but it's very difficult. I mean, just looking at, at those facts. And again, I, I don't have all the body cam video in front of me that maybe the Hennepin County attorney's office does, but they have decided they are going to charge him, I believe with obstruction uh, and felony fleeing police and obstruction instead of assault on a police officer, which is another level of very serious 
crime. So naturally, uh, the Peace and Police Officers uh, Association is up in arms. Maple Grove Police are not happy. And this is just the latest case where the Hennepin County attorney has been under scrutiny for not really throwing the book at right, people. Right. Most of these cases have involved juveniles because she thinks juveniles, and, and, and there's some validity to this, uh, rehab at a, at a younger age is better than just throwing them in prison. The suspect in this case is 40 years old. Um, I, you, He's you, beyond you, the age of reason you, you, with you a would, history. Yeah, with, with a history. And you would think that um, maybe this case would be treated a little bit differently, but the Hennepin County Attorney's Office says there, frankly, is just not enough evidence to charge him with, you know, assaulting a police officer. Uh, I, I guess some of that might come down to what is the definition of assault? Did he know he was dragging an officer right. for 40 yards? I've been driving a car now for, I think, 45 years. I would know if yeah. I were dragging right. a human being you know. in the car because... I, Even if I, you're I, fleeing, you would still know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you. Right. And so, I don't... It's, it's, it's just another one of those cases so wait a minute raises the question there was video tom yeah there was video yes that's not considered evidence it's it's evidence but they they claim that the video doesn't show that he knew he was assaulting a police officer oh my word so i haven't i haven't seen the video i've read about it it would be helpful to see it yeah i saw it this morning um, so I haven't had a chance to see it. And from, from your seeing it, what, what, what did you he see? Was, the officer was being dragged. Could you? Yeah, I, I, I think I, I saw read, it on the five actually. And I had read somewhere that, uh, the officer that, that the suspect was, could be heard saying something. Well, I didn't, I didn't the have the officer. sound up. Yeah. I didn't have the sound up. I was, so, you, know. you know, I would have to see and hear it more, but the Hennepin County attorney claims there's not enough evidence there but wow. there are so many of these cases now where and and you know and she ran on this she ran on on rehab versus throwing people in prison mm. so i but this I isn't rehab this is uh, allowing the guilty to walk free right. i mean he's a repeat felon and at and at the age of 40 yeah this is not a, a 15 or 16 year old kid who doesn't well even a 15 or 16 year old should know better, but it, at least they're in this stage where their brain isn't fully developed. You would think this 40 year old's brain is fully developed. There yeah. may be evidence to the contrary, but. Um, 40's pretty, you're, you're up there. 40 years of age, you're up there. Yeah. I mean, even these young uh, thugs that are, uh, you know, the. 18 is not the same 18 of 20 years But what's ago. happening is the, the entire notion of being non-compliant in a situation like that has extended to now adulthood where people in Hennepin County are now so emboldened that they don't, they don't feel like, well, I don't have to listen to a police officer in that given situation. This is directly the result of practices by Mary Moriarty. Sorry, it just is. And there, follow me on this. There is some parallel, I think, to the idea that this week, I think on Monday, Metro Transit started after all of the horses 
and all of the animals are out <laughs> right. of the barn. Right. They are now on light rail uh, trying to enforce yeah. the fact that people Paying need to fare. have yeah. uh, a ticket in their hand that shows they paid their fare. People have gone for so long without ever being challenged that what makes you think that having these community service officers uh, come who have no authority to arrest you or do anything serious other than write you a ticket that most of them wouldn't even think twice about paying. Right, right. Uh, they, they're not paying the current fines as, as few tickets have been handed out. I, I just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of amazed by the fact that so many people have been allowed to get away with so much now for so long. I, I don't know how you put the genie back in the bottle. I don't think you do, yeah, no. unfortunately. Law enforcement uh, has a tougher job now than they ever have. Let's take a break, and then right. we'll be back. Go ahead, Johnny. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, I was just watching the video also, Kenny, and it's obvious the officer or the person knew. The officer had a hold of the wheel and right. was, was basically sitting on top of the driver right, as right. the driver was squealing away. So the the uh, wow. the, yeah, the so I here. Yeah, so I, I just don't I just don't follow yeah. how that does not rise to I mean a, a vehicle is a deadly weapon yep. uh, whether you're ramming it into somebody or you're forcing someone to go along for a ride when they're only half in the car and it's not yeah, like right. this occurred against a civilian you know where a mistake this occurred this was an offense towards a police officer yeah there was actually two officers and there was two with, of them there yeah, yes hanging off the car to oh. start with one fell off immediately the other was dragged so the decision is there will not be uh, a charge of assaulting a police officer there will be charge of fleeing a police officer and obstruction but less serious and fleeing an officer. North American Banking Company. They get the t they take the time to get to know me every single time that I go in, and they will do the exact same for you, your business, your family, everything. They're locally owned and operated, and here's why that's a big deal. That means loan decisions are made right here in the Twin Cities. They are not sent out of state. This helps business owners solve problems quickly and expand their business with confidence. They offer the same online and mobile banking options as the other banks, but with the unparalleled service of a community bank. So check them out online today, nabankco.com. That's nabankco.com, six locations to serve you. My location's in Roseville, but you can also see them at 50th in France, Hastings, Woodbury, Shoreview, and their new location in Maple Grove. nabankco.com, North American Banking Company member FDIC is an equal housing lender. Whoops, there we go. Tom, my favorite uh, social media interaction for you is, and I got in one thread that you were on, where one, <laughs> uh -oh. guy, one guy will call you, you know, a flaming liberal, then the next guy will say you're too conservative to even live. And it, it went on for about four things, and then I wrote something underneath about how, hmm. This, this happens, this happens on Twitter. No. X every single day uh, yeah. to the point where I finally pulled back a little bit from X because it it was a cesspool before Elon Musk uh, bought it. Now it's the Wild West uh, cesspool. There are no guardrails there. And the single biggest problem with Twitter is the anonymity that it allows. Right. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. thumb-sucking dog... Uh, 32. 32 <laughs> can say anything he or she wants 
with yeah. no repercussions at all. And when I call people on that, because I, I didn't used to ever block anyone. In the old days, I don't know, I'm old enough to remember when on Twitter, almost everybody used their real name. Then when they realized they didn't have to, yeah. then they stopped. And so when I call people out on this, they say, well, I can't put my real name on there uh, on that because I might get in trouble at work. I go, well, well maybe right. that should make you think <laughs> okay. twice right. about what it is you think and what it is you are writing and, and willing to say publicly. I mean, th there is zero self-reflection on Twitter, no. as you've probably all <laughs> noticed by now. And so it is, yeah, I... That, that happens a lot to a lesser extent on my ad issue Facebook page. Most people on Facebook, oddly enough, still use their real names. I mean, it's right. which, and thumb, I don't know. Thumb why, Sucker 32. Yeah, right? some Sucker 32. Well, is that you? Yeah. Yes. And then, and then, in fact, I should just go on my, my account. I'll, just some of the names of people. And I, so what I was getting at is that I do block people, A, who spread misinformation, uh, if they're anonymous, if they use, you know, uh, repulsive language, because even a lot of that is is no longer uh, monitored on X. It's just yeah. anything, anything goes. Uh, and it's just uh, really amazing. Uh, the the Let me see if I've got any nice good. Air Force One photo on I'll your uh, on your on the X. Oh, on the I X. I still call it Twitter. Yeah, I really can't so do call I. It it's hard to get off the. Uh, Which one? Who did you interview? Which one was that? Was that Trump? That is, uh, that was, uh, I think that was a Trump appearance. Yeah. Okay. I interviewed, I interviewed uh, Trump two times uh, when he was president. And that was uh, quite an experience, um, <laughs> to, <laughs> to say the least. Um, I don't ever By the way, I... you did not disappoint with the, um, you did not oversell the uh, Holy Land, Christmas in the Holy Land thing. That was really oh, cool. Oh, did you think that was pretty cool? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, cool. I saw yeah, that, that this really morning. Cool. Very, Yeah, it was excellent. Oh, good. And you're going to put it on your website. Did you yeah, did yeah, absolutely. I'll, website? Yeah, I'll link to it today. And you, you, I mean, and uh, Father Coos is so, he, he's the classic Catholic priest. He turns around, he goes, it's a little crazy, but that's okay. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> because it's like, you know, we all have these crazy ideas, but he actually made his come to life. Reality, yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of us will go to our grave thinking, yeah, that would have been a great idea. Wish, right. wish, I, wasn't, yeah. wish I wasn't 87 now. <laughs> uh -huh. Pulled the trigger on that. But uh, like, here's just a couple. Stop the insanity. Uh, here's Dr. Bob. Um, these are just some of the Minnesota not so nice. Um, these are not some of the, here's Iceman. Um, there's Gator Guy, Swamp Gator Log. Guy. Hey, Swamp Log. Shut swamp the Hell log. Up is another one. Uh, <laughs> and so it's just, uh, I, I. That's the difference between you and me. What's that? I don't give a damn what anybody like that says. <laughs> well, I really and, don't. And I don't. And that's why I said I block a lot of them. Oh. Now, some of them, if they're, if they're actually, you know, uh, making good points, relevant points, you know, I'll put up with their anonymity, but the moment they start insulting me sure. or a guest on my show or somebody in a story that I sure. did, I just block them because they're just not worth right, right. the angst. I don't even want to see them. I don't even want to know what they have to say. And um, Kenny, I will take one from you here. Sweetness. Are we, All right. Yeah, we're in a break. 
That was a little open ended. That was a little open ended. Rookie never remembers. Is that an HJ situation? Where are we at? All right. Where are we right now? I am rolling. That's where we're at. Here we go. Joe Souchere reminding you to please give all privileges of the office of the mayor to today's deputy mayor in Garage Logic. Tom Hauser. <laughs> I owe GLers an apology. I forgot about Wednesday. What do we do the first Wednesday of every month? We pour a can of sea foam in the tank, and I forgot all about it until this morning. So get out there, stop what you're doing right now. Put the podcast on hold, pull over to the side of the road, whatever it takes, get a can, half a can in the gas tank because Seafoam Motor Treatment helps your engine run better and last longer. It's safe and easy to use. Doesn't matter what kind of engine that is, gas, diesel, big, small, whatever. Just pour it in your fuel tank. Let Seafoam do all the work. You can pick the stuff up anywhere, anywhere that automotive products are sold. I've even seen it in grocery stores for Pete's sake. You see it in grocery stores? I seen it there on the shelf. Truly a wonderful product in a world of bad gas, seafoam. Well, that's good to know. Yes. Yes, sir. I and you know, yesterday I was jumping on the bandwagon of all of our sponsors. I have not yet used seafoam, but oh. now but now I am I am enlightened. It'll change your life. Well, yep. I'm looking forward to that. Speaking of changing my life, you know, sometimes when you start just trolling through the internets on your phone, you see things that make you go, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, here's one at the fourth GOP primary debate. Nikki Haley said that spending 30 minutes a day on TikTok made people 17% more anti-Semitic. Oh, 17%. 17. Very <laughs> specific. That's kind right. of a big giant. Uh, we don't know that. Exactly. <laughs> Where? I don't even want to read the rest because then it may just confuse me. How much of that most of recent debate did you consume? You know, I have only seen highlights. Okay. I had other things. So you're like going the rest on. of the country. I was at HH that night. Ah, yeah. okay. Got okay. It. Good. <laughs> Good for you. When I tell my friend that I talked about that on GL, yeah, you're going to be in a little bit gonna, of trouble. She, I know she'll never talk to me yeah. again after that. Now, uh, here is another one. We're going to uh, this. Is at a minimum, this is going to require a foghorn. Is Santa's naughty or nice list harmful to children? Oh, God. Wow. Some experts say Santa's naughty or nice list can be harmful, misguided at best, and manipulative at well, worst. That's, that's, that's the, whole the point. reason. That's <laughs> why. <laughs> yeah. oh, my God. Come up with the list to that manipulate carrot? our right. children. Right. Yeah. Kids are never more well behaved than they are from the day after Thanksgiving till Christmas Eve. Everybody what? knows that. So the article goes on to say this is in, I don't know, something. It's in today. I don't know if that's the Today Show. But anyway, should parents trash Santa's naughty or nice list? Some mental health experts say characterizing children as good or bad on the list can limit personal growth, inflict shame, and doesn't reinforce desired behavior, to which Governor Walls might say BS. (laughs) He might pull out the BS. (laughs) I found it was a good way to make excuses for when I spent too much money at the casino uh, the week before Christmas. Didn't have enough money to buy the kid presents. Told him, sorry, you're on the naughty list. It's your fault. (laughs) Way to go, kid. 
and he just dealt with it. What are you going to do? No, what, no. what about if you tell your wife she's on the naughty list? Is that a because she's an adult? Well, actually, that's actually, okay. Isn't that, that's, where, isn't that where you want actually? Her? That's a good. That that's good. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, I thought yeah, I wanted yeah, to make yeah. sure. Yeah. It all depends on her reaction, and you'll know immediately whether it's good or bad. <laughs> uh, Joe can't get back soon enough. Now let's see. Uh, this, this, by the way, uh, one of the mental health uh, experts is Chaz Lewis, a parent and teacher coach. In oh, North great. Carolina, mm, great. you can Teacher still do coach. all of your fun traditions without lying to your child to manipulate them. Wow! I don't think that would work today. Um, I, I Kids just are a little savvy. I, um, I, I. The, the more I read this, the more it just it makes me just wonder. It is from the Today Show. They they actually had this. They actually gave this person time on the air. Half of childhood. Is being manipulated by your parents. Yep, one hundred exactly. around, around your yep. birthday, and it's not in Easter an, Bunny, and, and not in an evil way. Right. And the Easter, by the way, for any kids listening, there is an Easter Bunny. Yep. There's there a tooth is fairy. a Santa Claus. There is a tooth fairy. There is a. They're hard to find. Yes. I mean, they're tough. They they're good hiders. There is a Thanksgiving wolf. Yes. That eats all the turkeys right. that yeah. don't end up on your table. <laughs> Wait, you what? probably are not familiar with that. I am not. No. That's the lesser known holiday tradition. It's a pretty tough children's book to get through. Wolf, yeah, it's, I've, it's a forthcoming children's book I have coming out. That, there is a great children's book called Twas the Night Before Thanksgiving, where all the kids go on a field trip to Farmer McDonald's place. And they're doing this and hanging out with the turkeys. And then... Farmer McDonald, McDonald comes out with an axe, oh, God. and the kids realize <laughs> what's going to happen. So they end up taking the turkeys, you know, in their jackets. And but it's it's hilarious that they were horrified that the turkeys are going to well, become the a meal. sequel. Will have the Thanksgiving wolf. Yes, Wally that, the wolf. Or yes, whatever. any of the turkeys that are not on your table have been consumed by yeah, wolves. Yes, yes. That's just to give the kids good dreams. Right. That's what Royce had mentioned right. about the the cougar that was hit on three ninety four. Had he just made it over to 55, he'd have been feasting on turkeys for months. Because there's so many wild turkeys near his this neck of the This actually happened to me on my way to a Thanksgiving turkey trot in Minnetonka on Thanksgiving morning. I had to stop on Apple Road in Shorewood, Chanhass, or Excelsior, if anybody knows where that is. There was a, what do they call a, it's not a flock of turkeys, isn't there? Yeah, I think it is. Is it a flock? I think so. I thought there was another name for I'll, I'll a bunch of, This is Mr. Google over here. We'll look that up. Right. Um, the I've done more work now than I have done all year with Sushiri. Because <laughs> Joe knows everything. He just knows this off the top of his head. I need assistance. The generic anyway, collective noun for turkeys is flock, but they've also, like gangs or rafts, R-A-F-T-S. Yes. Okay, there was a raft of turkeys walking by my path okay there must have been 15 of them and they're taking their sweet time and luckily i was in my car because i don't know if you've ever been out walking your dog or i do a lot of running i steer clear of turkeys uh out in the wild and geese especially in the spring mean. after they've had their 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 baby geese yeah. you do yeah. not want to get near them because no. they will hunt you down that's another child's book coming down uh, coming out <laughs> yeah. about the the killer geese yes kids these are all children's books they they're gonna love down they're, they're gonna love these they're gonna make great stocking right. stuffers that's a great title they will hunt you down <laughs> 
<laughs> wolves. And uh, yeah, they're, they're going to hunt you down. And How about Fear the Crow? I think you should write a book about yeah. that. Crows too. I mean, they're called murders. And again, know? these that's right. A murder of crow, right? Yeah. And yeah. these all have to be uh, children's books. And then you've got to somehow have them all have a happy ending. I don't Dear know. kids, you're doomed. Here's why. <laughs> Dear kids, you thought you had it bad when mom and dad were manipulating you at Christmas. Well, how about the killer wolves? So, but anyway, you read things like this and it's like, I think the level of inane things that people write about has expanded to fill the internet. It used to be absolutely. It, it used to just be a newspaper like I have here, upside down, or uh, you could watch television or listen to the radio, or now listen to a podcast. But now there, there's the entire internet to fill, a million sites, so people have to write because they know that story about is the naughty or nice thing. They know it's going to get clicks. Yeah. Largely because a lot of people are going to think it's the dumbest thing they've ever heard. Content, content, content. It's all about clicks and it's all about content. We don't chase clicks and content here, people, no. right? No. That is strict, That's television's job. Strict, right? Exactly. <laughs> strict marching orders here. Now, I, I also noticed uh, today, again, while I was reading the old-fashioned newspaper, uh, P.J. Fleck, uh, again, decrying the fact that you now got to pay to play. I mean, you are not going to have, you are not going to compete in the Big Ten or for a national championship unless you literally have tens of well, millions of dollars. Well, this came on the heels of, was it the Nebraska coach that basically said, if you want a top flight quarterback in college football, it's going to cost you $2 million, which yeah. 10 years ago would have been the most stunning thing ever uttered by an NCAA coach. But now with the transfer portal and NIL money, it's no one even bats an eye. Well, and the even the Gophers at, at a lesser sum of money have had a couple of guys announce they're coming back, and they've said it's because of NIL money. Daniel Jackson is one, and I forget who the other is. Uh, Was it Darius Taylor, the running back? I, I can't think. remember, but I'll take it. And, and they and they said they're coming back. And now I wish I had had my brother send me this website. There is a website out there, and Mr. Google over there, maybe you can uh, find this. That lists the top uh, college athletes and how much they're getting paid, mm -hmm. and some of these figures are astounding. Right. Uh, well, know, I do know that there is. Um, Caleb Williams is projected to be the number one player taking in this Quinn year's Carroll. NFL draft. Right tackle Quinn Carroll's coming back. And did he say because of NIL money? Uh, the Gophers' NIL partner Daniel Jackson, uh, running back Darius Taylor. And this is SI. I got to click on it. It's, I got to go through some clickbait here first. Uh oh, it's all about clicks. It really is. See, but he basically said that unless he gets the right situation, he's staying at USC because he's going to make more money being the quarterback of USC than he would be if he was a first round draft pick, which is just absurd to think about. But it's probably true. And you know what? I don't know why. And I will admit, I haven't seen Caleb Williams play enough. But I, I did see the way the way he reacted when he they lost a big game. I don't know if it was to Oregon, whoever it was. When it became clear they were not going to win, what is it, the Pac-12, yes. 10, Pac-100? Pac-30. Yeah. I lose track of them all. He was, you know, very distraught and upset and whatnot. And I, that's understandable. But I just, I don't know, sometimes when there's so much hype around someone, 
you can't help but think of a Ryan Leaf or one of these guys who sure. just Cave did, not, pressure. did yeah. not pan out at all. And I don't know. Here I did find a list. Uh, Bronny James, LeBron James kid, 6.1 million valuation. Deion Sanders kid, is it? Shadir. Shadir yep. Sanders, 4.1 million. Uh, Livy Dunn. Well, she's beautiful and in gymnastics. She is an LSU gymnast, and if uh, GLers are interested, I just, recommend you just her. you just know this off the top of your head. I, I didn't have, even have. I to have prompt. done investigative research. Yes, on you Libby have. Dunn. Yeah, three point two million for Libby Arch Manning. We all know what Manning family that is. Two point nine million. Uh, Caleb Williams is like checking in at fifth. Two point six million. Travis Hunter, one point eight million, a Colorado uh, football player. Um, anyway, so you, you you get the idea. Angel Reese, uh, uh, women's basketball player, uh, she is at 1.7 million. Uh, Drake May, who I believe didn't he dismantle the Gophers uh, this year, 1.5 million. And then top 10, Bo Nix, another football player from Oregon, 1.4 million. And those numbers are just going to grow. And it's going to make it harder yeah. and harder for, you know, unless the Gophers find some billionaire just willing to funnel all kinds of money into this. And it's, but I think before it comes to that, at some point there's going to have to be, I don't know, they got salary caps in a lot of professional sports. Can you put a cap on this? At the I can't believe level? how fast it's already grown. Once the well, that's was out of the barn. But that's because a lot of this was, a, a lot of, a lot of this was like, already being done under the cover of darkness. Yes. It's just now that it's legal now. So they could say, Oh, we can be truthful about this now. I mean, a lot of this was already... Yeah, without right. NCAA dragging you through an investigation, Correct. now it's just something right. that happens. Well, that is the state of things. But the good news is, on December 26th, we all have something to do. We can watch the Gophers play... In the quick lane bowl. In Detroit. <laughs> wow. Hey, wow. it's something, people. Uh, it's right. something. We're still practicing, right? We're, we're still, still practicing. practicing. And we've got some of our good players coming back. I am bullish on the Gophers. I'm a hardcore <laughs> fan. What can I say? Right. I'm also a big Tommy fan. So, and they okay. win a lot of games. Yeah. So that I traveled. By the way, before we go to a break, I they had the most ideal schedule. Instead of the old days when I would follow the Tommies to Gustavus or Augsburg, Saint or John's, Saint Old Saint John's was a blast. Yeah. I've yeah. missed missed that game. This year, get this. I did three awesome. Well, four awesome road trips. Uh, one of them, you'll go, that was really awesome. I'll get that one out of the way first. I went to Des Moines to watch him play Drake. That was but really awesome. I used to live there. I got <laughs> sure, my master's degree sure, at Drake. Right. Yeah. So, and sadly, Drake kicked our butts. That was, anyway, that's a long story. Then I went to Harvard to watch the Tommies cool. uh, play Harvard yeah. in this historic old stadium. I saw Royce was there, yeah. uh, mostly to do a story on this awesome stadium made out of concrete and uh, and it's it just, it's an incredible place. Then I went to Stetson University. Where's that? Who knows where Stetson is? Anybody in this group? Don't without Googling, where, is. where is Stetson? Isn't that the cologne? Yeah, it's a cowboy cologne. Yeah, yeah. It's, in, cowboy it's also a hat. It's so a you hat, would think it's yeah. in Texas. It's in uh, Deland, Florida, 25 minutes from Daytona Beach. Oh, wow. And I went there, a, an old producer of mine from Wink, Wink TV down in Fort Myers. He is a graduate of Stetson, which is why I knew where it was. So it was their homecoming. So he and I met down there, had a great time tailgating on a sunny 80 degree uh, day. Tommy's got a win. And then I built in two 
fun days. Joe would have a hard time with this. I went to Daytona Beach for two days and just ran on the beach, sat on the beach, right. might have had a, a beer or two, right. maybe two. Right. Checked then, out the erosion. It's a little bit of beach erosion. <laughs> Check it. Yeah, By right. the way, Daytona Beach, I, you know, I was last time I'd been there was for a spring break in 1979. The beach is a lot thinner now than it was uh, Sounds like a five years ago. It might they, be a follow-up yeah. story. Are they still driving on it? Huh? Still driving on it, but okay. it's, it's more regulated. There's certain areas where you can't, but that was glad to see you still can. And the great thing about the history of Daytona, they used to race cars on the beach in yeah. like the 30s wow. and 40s. They, and yep. they still have little markers, historical cool. markers, where you can read about uh, the races. And anyway, the final uh, trip before we go to break, uh, University of San Diego. Uh, oh, Tommy's that's cool. Played yeah. at the University of San Diego. That's if you've been to San Diego, that's the private Catholic school yep, up, on the, up hill on the hill with the big white wall. It is gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, I you highly know, recommend. You know, you could you could add to that list tonight. What's that? I I would be willing to let you drive me to Mankato to watch the Tommies and the Mavs play hockey. That would you be just got to drive me to and from my house. That would yeah. be fun. I got to be his designated driver. <laughs> yeah, the to whole a Tommy way. hockey game. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Maybe if you'd given me a little more advance notice, I could have lined us up an Uber. Right. But I don't know that I can get to one. and from Mankato. <laughs> I'd be happy to foot that bill. Right. Cheaper than a night in you know yeah, where. Exactly. Absolutely. All right, let's take a break. <clears throat> Those Dude. were some fun road trips. I bet. I will tell you that. So is the University of San Diego, are they in the same conference? Yeah, Pioneer League. You're kidding. Yeah. Wow. That's um, a beautiful, because we... Harvard is not. That was a non-conference. Sure. Stetson is in. Drake won the conference, largely because they beat us. Had we beaten them, we would have... Well, it's funny, chance. because the last time we were out there, my wife was looking at, just for S's and G's, she was looking for... Um, nursing jobs at the University of San Diego because apparently it's a big nursing school. Oh, it is? Okay, yeah, I, didn't I, didn't, I didn't know that either. But there's a hospital on that hill right next to campus that's apparently a big employer in town. Well, it is just a beautiful oh, it's campus. it's a gorgeous campus. And then we went to San Diego State University. There's a real pipeline. A lot of Twin Cities kids go to SDSU, you sure. know, the Aztecs. Yep. Remember, the, I, I had forgotten they made it to the NCAA Final Four last year yeah. and then I think the championship game. Yep. And that campus is nice, but it's a little more, uh, I don't know, it, it kind of, it's on a hillside. It's a lot of well, isn't hills it closer and dales. To like and, the SeaWorld area? Yeah, I isn't think so. Like I think I did see some SeaWorld yeah. uh, signs, but it, the campus was not quite as cohesive as like the University of San Diego. You felt like yeah. at the University of San Diego, you felt like you were at a country club. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it was just gorgeous and the lawns were all nice and green and the football stadiums kind of down in this bowl and it was it was a great time but it was some fun road trips you know as much as i loved going to st peter or northfield or you know right collegeville it's kind of fun now next year all those teams i just talked come, about come they're coming Thomas, here yeah. <laughs> i don't think i'll be going to butler or valparaiso or some of those places next year i don't unless uh -huh. we maybe we'll line up a good non-conference game so, Johnny, don't Some forget, we're going to news. Johnny, don't forget North American. Um, yes, sir. Let's do this. Ken, I'll take Moon here. And then, John, when you get to your midway point, okay, take a break. Throw, throw it to Rook. Gotcha. And I need Ray Welter. Got it. Wait, you haven't done one yet, have you? I haven't done a spot yet, no. Okay, so I'll take either one when Johnny goes Welter to Welter or? Uh, zero res, please. Okay. 
How good do I sound today, by the way? I have got the late fall crud. The Barry White Pipes. Oh, yes, this is when I should be sending air checks to all oh, the, the ladies. <laughs> About HH. About Tom's new friend. We ready? Cool. Here we go. Did you answer your own question? I think so. I need a liner from those pipes over there. Here's a guy already worried about getting home. Joe Sushri. Here's a man planning his trip home already with four more days to go. Here's Joe Sushire. <laughs> Speaking of trips, half the fun of taking a trip, if, you, uh, if you're into motorbikes, is the adventure of getting there. And that's why I'd love what they call adventure motorcycles. Now, that means you can be on the highway, the freeway, a gravel road, a trail, a mountain pass. It doesn't matter if you're the adventurous type. Uh, an adventure motorcycle from Moon Motorsports is the way to go. They're the biggest adventure bike dealership in the region. They have every size for every level of rider there is. Right now, they've got some great cash uh, rebates. And for many of you... Um, Finding the right bike is also an adventure. Listen to these models they're featuring at Moon Motorsports, the KTM 390 Adventure or the 1290 Super Adventure, the BMW 1250GS, or even the Triumph Tiger 1200 GT. Those bikes will get you there. And even better, uh, you can save anywhere from 500 to 2500 right now. Also, no payments for 90 days if you finance that baby. Uh, free first service and free storage or delivery have them drop it off for you get on the website moonmotorsports.com you can check out all the bikes all the deals and then stop into moon in monticello and let them help you out outfit you for the adventure ahead moon motorsports we're talking husqvarna ktm bmw triumph yamaha ducati honda the adventure superstore here in the midwest moonmotorsports.com Is that your ringtone? Here's yes. Johnny Height in the new show. Do you have Uptown Girl that, as no, your ringtone? It, it, it popped up on a video. Yeah, that's what my okay. ringtone is. Okay, all right, all right. Well, I'm, ha- I'm not here to judge, man. I'm not here to judge. Oh, I am. I am, uh, definitely. <laughs> let me even see what that was. Let me let you know before. Maybe this will be news itself. Let's yeah, see what but maybe it. that's related to that text you were telling it, us about it was earlier. A, no, it was an ad that popped up on Instagram. I see. Uh, didn't okay. know I had my volume up. You missed Uptown Girl, my new ringtone. Tone. Yes. That's your ringtone? That's it is now. I'm judging. <laughs> In the news, this news, by the way, brought to you by North American Banking Company, a St. Paul police officer and a suspect both injured in an exchange of gunfire <laughs> yesterday. The officer shot in the ankle. He was brought to Regions Hospital, has since been discharged. The suspect is in critical condition, according to police. Officers called to the intersection of Creton and Marshall Avenues around two in the afternoon, a reportable mm-hmm. violation of an order of protection. A woman had called 911 saying she had an order of protection against a man and that he was following her as she was driving in the area. She also said the man was intentionally driving his vehicle into hers, had broken a window on her vehicle, and was armed with a handgun. The responding officer confronted the man who shot him. The officer fired back, hitting the suspect, according to police. Both were brought to Regions Hospital. The woman not injured. The Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension is investigating the shooting. The officer was wearing his body camera, which was activated at the time of the shooting. He'll be placed on administrative leave, which is standard procedure after the use of a deadly force incident. And John, you know, that is one of those stories that uh, can hit home. I have a daughter who's a senior at St. Thomas, lives about five blocks from where this happened. 
And you just never know when your kid might be in the area. There's right. a lot of St. Thomas students at that intersection. There's a coffee shop there and there's, you know, different things. And the first thing I did when that alert hit our newsroom yesterday was I texted Caroline. She yeah. goes, I'm in class. What's up? And I told her and she said, thanks for letting me know. But, wow. you know, you always proximity is everything yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. There was a big crash on Hiawatha in 26 uh, yesterday afternoon. My son lives in South Minneapolis. It's the first thing I did. Seriously. That's yeah. all I do as a parent yeah. is worry. And he's in his 20s. Yeah. And, but you're, and still, don't forget, I, you manipulate him as well. You manipulate well, him as yeah, well. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. Don, hundreds of police officers will seeing a dip in the number of applicants. The city of Minneapolis is investing about $1 million in a recruitment campaign. It's set to roll out in early 2024. It's still getting orchestrated with a big focus on the recruitment video. On top of the video, the campaign will include direct mail, emails, text messages, and social media posts. The $950,000 campaign being run by Accenture. It could include up to $28,500 in travel expenses. It comes at a time when the department is not only down hundreds of officers, but also facing a decline in the number of people who are applying to become officers. Following a steady increase in applicants, city data from November 30th shows there will be around 200 fewer applications this year. MPD says over the past few years, fewer than 10% of applicants have made it on the force. As has been reported many times in the past couple of weeks, the Minneapolis City Council voted down an aggressive campaign to recruit more officers to the police force. Did they ever give a reason? I mean, because I know it was it was a unanimous choice, right, to vote this down. Was it no, it was no, it was uh, it oh, was, was I it? think only a two vote margin. Yeah. You're talking about the bonus, oh. the bonuses? No, no well, just the the, uh, the bonus and the recruitment. Yeah. Well, yeah. But what what could possibly be their objection? They don't think that it will have the desired effect. So, yeah. in their estimation, better to do nothing. Oh, just sure. Reading between the, the status lines. quo yep. is what they yes. I gotcha. <laughs> that seems to be going well. Man accused of killing five young women in a high-speed crash this summer in Minneapolis has now been indicted in federal court on suspicion of drug and weapons violations. He's 28-year-old Derek John Thompson of Brooklyn Park. He faces federal charges now of possession with intent to distribute fentanyl, illegal possession of a firearm as a felon, and carrying a firearm during and in relation to a drug trafficking crime. Prosecutors filed a criminal complaint for those charges in June, and the grand jury has now indicted him. According to court documents, on June 16th, that state patrol trooper clocked Thompson heading north on 35W at about 95 miles an hour before he exited onto Lake Street, ran a red light, smashed into another vehicle. All five occupants inside the other car died from their injuries. Officers searched Thompson's rental car after the crash, found a loaded Glock pistol with an extended magazine, as well as baggies containing more than 2,100 fentanyl pills, 14 wow. grams of powdered fentanyl, 13 MDMA pills, and 35 grams of cocaine, according to federal prosecutors. Uh, Thompson also faces 10 state charges of criminal vehicular homicide in connection with a young woman's death. A jury trial in that case is set to begin in February. Thompson is the son of former state legislator John Thompson. Two people died in a multi-vehicle crash Thursday night in Minneapolis. It happened at the intersection of East 26th Street and Hiawatha Avenue. That's the one Kenny was talking about. Investigators believe someone driving a Mercedes was speeding southbound on Hiawatha when they crossed the median. 
hit both a Ford Mustang and another vehicle. The driver and passenger of the unknown vehicle were brought to Hennepin County Medical Center and pronounced deceased. Uh-huh. The drivers of the Mercedes Mustang both brought to HCMC with life-threatening injuries. Investigators think the driver of the Mercedes may have suffered medical complications before the crash. It's still under investigation. The video of that vehicle was just, it was just ripped apart. It's nothing left. Yeah. That's a really easy section of Hiawatha to speed on because you're either coming off. There's many options there. You can come out of downtown. You can come off of southbound 35W or eastbound 94. And the speed limit is supposed to be 40, but everybody's doing 60 right up until those stoplights at uh, 26. And then the same is true if you're going northbound because that's the last stoplight on Hiawatha before you hit either 94 or 35W or downtown. So everybody spools it up. So that stretch there is very dangerous. As you mentioned, there was nothing left of that Mercedes. And it's not the first time somebody's been killed at that intersection. And John, did you mention that they think there might have been a medical episode? Yeah, Yeah. a medical episode, the driver of the Mercedes. Yep, they believe. Because otherwise, you, you... well, there's right these days you never know. What time of the day was this? I, I missed that part. It was Sorry. late uh, afternoon. Yeah, it was almost uh, early evening. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 545. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. uh, we have uh, some national, international stuff coming up. But first, let's hear from our friend, the Rookster. Thank you, Johnny Cake Ridge Road. Uh, you know, the weather right now is not frightful. It's actually delightful. And since you have no place to go, <laughs> go to Welter Heating if you don't know. Uh, welterheating.com is the website welterheating.com it's easy to navigate their website there is a blog there where you can find out get maybe get some answers to some questions you may have might be a quick fix for you but leave it to the certified text to come out and work on your furnace if it's making funny noises or not working don't wait until it's 20 degrees below zero. They do have a 24 hour you can call them 612-825-6867 and remember to put your cooling system away properly. Don't just leave it out there to chance. They've got the know-how of how to put it away properly. Maybe to do it yourself, that's fine. They'll let you know that. But remember, welterheating.com has over 100, over 100 years of experience. They're four generations. So they have adjusted. They've been dynamic. They change with the new systems that come out. That's why all their techs are certified. So they know exactly what they're working on. Welterheating.com. Welter family wants to tell all garage logicians, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, whatever the case may be. Enjoy your home, your nice, toasty, warm home, because it's been treated by Welterheating.com. Zero res. Zero res. Ladies and gentlemen, you're not picking sides on the holidays. I noticed that. I'm not picking sides. Yes. What day? What you're celebrating? What are we? Are we day two? Do we decide that? I think it's day two. I think you were the only one worried about it. Because I I think uh, they lit a candle yesterday. Did I tell you my joke? Oh, I'm kidding. kidding. Do you have one? (laughs) No, I don't. Is it going to make me 17% more something? Yes. (laughs) The oddly specific. Impaired. Does it, it? Is are any of you on TikTok? God, no. no. Yes, but I don't. I'm not active. Do you occasionally enjoy TikToks? No. Yes. I I do have a TikTok account, but I've never used it other than the time I downloaded it was for a story. I was, you know, oh, I was doing this for a story. Sure. Doing yeah, research. Sure. Yes. No, really, um, honey. That's why. <laughs> and I, I literally have never produced anything on it, posted anything, haven't even looked at it in 
it's probably been five years. Yeah. But now I've written now, I, you know, everything you read, if right I up. if I open it up, the Chinese government yep. is manipulating They'll me at your like door. Santa. They know everything. They're, they're going to put me on the yeah, Chinese like, naughty like and nice list. <laughs> Just trying to manipulate me to wake up in the morning and go, I think communism is great. Um, just because I use TikTok. I'm 17% more communist because no. I because have spent 30 minutes you. on TikTok. Yes. Yeah. That's how that works. I think I'm like you. I think I have an account. But I, I've never opened it. I think uh, my kid had me open one at some point, but well, I've never gone on it. I'm afraid Nikki Haley's going to start tracking me if I, <laughs> if I do start getting emails from her. But yeah, it has become uh, quite a uh, a flashpoint. I, do, I don't. I guess we do. I mean, I know that's a, a Chinese company, right? But isn't <clears throat> Reels? I think is is a is a uh, Facebook thing, right? Meta. Yeah. So yes. that's kind yeah. of the yeah. American yeah. version of that. So it's yeah. kind of Reels. the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Highly addicting. Uh, yes. You yeah. can accidentally click on a video and three hours later, yeah. you're still watching these random, really <laughs> stupid and meaningless videos. But see, I would just sit and watch them make bread. Or is that TikTok? Is. Yes. And Facebook Reels. Yeah. Facebook yeah, Reels. Reels. Yeah. Because that does pop up on my Facebook feed. And so I will... Click on those, yeah. and they can become a little addictive. You slice that king's Hawaiian bun. Yeah, <laughs> look at him over there. Slice it up. Let's go. God. Uh, Rook, when Johnny's done with the news, why don't you fire off your? What do you got? Zero res. Zero res. We ready, gentlemen? Johnny, I'm going to do Hoffman, and then I'll throw it to you. And my carpets have gotcha. dried since zero res well, was there good. two okay, days. Good. Good good furniture know. is back. Just give you an update. <laughs> Rook, I'll have you do a liner. Okay. <clears throat> When he's gone, he's gone. When he's back, eh, here's Joe Suchere. Thank you, Rook. Hofferman Water is my independent water treatment dealer. Sales, service, and rental options for Connecticut water treatment systems. I have been a proud customer of both Hofferman and Connecticut for years. It's made an amazing difference in the quality of my water, my drinking water, everything. And I know it will do the same for you. So this holiday season, give yourself the gift of the best water going. Call them today and get on that schedule for that free water analysis. 612-895-2440. 612-895-2440. You can also visit their website and see every single system that they have to offer online at HoffermanWater.com. You get that new system. Your showers are better. So is your laundry, your drinking water, your cooking. If you want to make King's Hawaiian sliders, it doesn't matter. Yes. Everything gets better and improves with the quality of your water. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Please do us a favor and let them know that the Garage Logic podcast sent you to HoffermanWater.com today. London, Madrid, Sorry, Johnny. Bangkok, Moscow, the oh. Twin Cities, from the four corners of the world. You got this, Hauser? From the I news capitals at home and abroad. The day's headlines brought into focus yes. the issues and events that shape our time. Longest intro Garage ever. Logic. Get comfortable, Tom. Beacon yeah. of Minnesota presents... The John Height News Experience. <laughs> An up-to-the-minute commentary from one of journalism's most trusted voices. Keep going. Five-time winner of the Gopher Newshawk Award. Yep. Now, with all the news fit to broadcast, here's John Height. 
And we're out of time. Yep. Yeah, and I'll send it back to Chris. Uh, thanks. I played uh, that because uh, Rook and I were corresponding with Mr. Otto this morning. Oh, yes, okay. that's, why, that's what made me think of it, that I had to play that this week. Thanks to Matt for that. Yes. Long, long interview worked out for me. <laughs> <laughs> In other news, uh, despite the fact that uh, a lot of people say he's very, a lot of people, a lot of people, he's me. very sick. Uh, Vladimir Putin says he's running for another six years in office. Oh, wow, God. that's going to be quite a campaign. Yeah, who is uh, the lucky soul that gets to run against yeah. him? That's, that's going to be a close race, I'm sure. That's going to be one to watch. <laughs> and what oil drum will he or she ultimately end up in? <laughs> Putin still commands wide support. Well, as far as we know, after nearly a quarter century in power, despite starting an immensely costly war in Ukraine that's taken thousands of his countrymen's lives, provoked repeated attacks inside Russia, including, remember, one in the Kremlin itself, and corroded its aura of invincibility. A short-lived rebellion in June by mercenary leader Yagavni Prigozhin raised widespread speculation that Putin could be losing his grip, but he emerged with no permanent scars, and you might remember Prigozhin died in a mysterious plane crash about two months that later reinforced the view that Putin was still in absolute control. And I understand that investigation still underway. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do have a question. You said how many years? 26? What did you, how many 24, years? 24, 24. I'm sorry. In the 24 years that he's been in control, how many food testers has he gone through? Yeah, yeah. In all serious, I'm I'm curious. Like, how many guys? Are, oh, nope, that didn't make it. Screw it. Just go get me some McDonald's. Go get me a fill-in <laughs> food tester. Okay. Former President Trump asked a federal uh, federal appeals court yesterday to toss out a landmark criminal case charging him with illegally trying to overturn the 2020 election, and said he'll he'll act now as if the case is paused until he hears back setting up a potential clash between the former president and a lower court judge who has refused his demands to dismiss the case. The former president tried to have the felony charges against him dismissed, originally claiming he has immunity because he was president at the time, which U.S. District Judge Tanya Chutkin rejected last week, ruling that Trump's time in the White House didn't give him the divine right of kings, in her words, to evade the criminal accountability that governs his fellow citizens. According to his lawyers, Trump will now proceed based on an understanding that the proceedings are automatically paused. Well, it's probably not how it's going to work. In fact, legal experts criticize the filing, with attorney Robert G. Denault calling Trump acting as if the case is already paused insane. And former U.S. attorney Joyce Vance writing, oh, to be the judge who gets to respond to this. <laughs> so you had the chance to interview the former president twice, you said? Yes. And you came away with uh, some thoughts on that? Or what, what What was your line that you said earlier today? That it was an interesting experience. It was It was a fascinating experience. Uh, once on the campaign trail in 2020? Uh, no, oh, uh, no, 2020, when he's running for re-election. Sure. And then in the middle of his first term, so which would have been, I think, about 18. So interviewed him 18 and 20. Sure. In, in 2020, it was during COVID. And... So it was one of those things where I had the microphone out on a pole. You had the pole mic out next to, yeah, right. out next to uh, Air Force One, and uh, it was. I, I will. I will tell you this. Say what you will. Uh, he, he reminds me a lot of Jesse Ventura in this way. Jesse Ventura would just rip the media and every journalist when he's doing scatter shot. He's at a rally or he's trying to get the crowd all ginned up. But when you're one-on-one -on -one with him, he's very disarming. He's actually kind of a nice guy. Ventura was that way. Trump 
was that way, like his people were trying to, um, you know, end the interview. He goes, no, no, it's fine. We've, we've got more time. But what, what else you got? He would answer any question. Do you remember how he got in so much trouble because he was so nice to Bob Woodward? He did that really long piece where I guess Bob showed up a few times and interviewed him. And uh, that's when it came out that Trump knew about COVID early on, but decided not to say anything about it. You remember all that when that happened? I vaguely remember that. But, you know, the true Trump followers really want to believe that he thinks all journalists are scum. Sure. And and he might, but when he's in front of you, he does not tell you that to well, your face. No, he's At savvy enough. He, yeah. Yeah. He's savvy enough to know better. Yeah. And and you know, and but I do I do give him credit uh, because he would answer any question. And then he even gave me more time on both occasions. He would say, No, it's okay. What else you got? And so I, I appreciated that. And just from a journalist standpoint. I don't so how does science. that how does that compare to Jesse? Was Jesse the same way when you were one on one? Absolutely. I mean, I I got along fine. Even Pat Kessler got along with with Jesse yeah. Ventura, but you would yeah. never know that by what he would say to us and about right. us when he was well, at your a jackals. news conference or, yeah, or jackals, something. Yeah. Were all, or the jackal badges he slid under our doors one day. Um, <laughs> It's all part of the game. But wasn't the media jackals? Yeah. That's straight out of wrestling. The wrestling background. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah. No, it's, absolutely. It's, 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 it was brilliant. Yes. His whole persona I mean, politically was out of wrestling. I mean, we were all, yeah. all of those of us in the media, we were a bunch of Marty O'Neills. Yeah. We yeah. were the, yeah. the foil no. uh, yeah. or, the, or the Bobby Heenans. We were the foil to the governor that politically the same way he did it wrestling i know I all this i know all this because i wrote the book on jesse ventura. that's true that's right, inside yeah. the ropes by jesse ventura <laughs> still available on amazon is it really yeah we can read all about which this. goodwill did i see it yes. at um, you might have seen it you can buy it at goodwill right next to waterline yeah right next to waterline i don't care where you buy it just read it the best thing about the media jackals tag was uh it was the name of the uh, very short-lived, but one of the funnest bands I was ever in because four of us were journalists, four of the five. So we immediately said, I don't, I don't know what to name us. And uh, uh, Tommy Mishke was a member of the band and he said, we're the Media Jackals. Nice. It was, per- it was beautiful. But, but did you uh, did you guys break up? Is it? Yeah, it's it was, no, they just uh, got fired. They just yeah. didn't understand each other. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you what happened was things, things got rolling, and uh, and then some idiot in the band had to have open heart surgery. So, oh, <laughs> that, uh, that kind of that ended. Was, that was that old excuse. That was at that same time. Yeah, it was. It was wow. 20, 2013, 10 years ago. Yeah. So. Huh. Uh, Other news, Hunter Biden was indicted on nine tax charges yesterday as he faces continued congressional scrutiny and a separate prosecution on felony gun charges. The indictment from a grand jury seated in L.A. sets up another case with the potential for a trial coinciding with his father's presidential reelection campaign. The charges come as House Republicans threaten to hold the younger Biden in contempt in a standoff over whether he will submit to closed-door questioning next week. The indictment includes three felony charges and six misdemeanor tax offenses, adding new allegations to those included in a plea deal that Biden had reached with federal prosecutors earlier this year. That deal, as we know, fell apart. Will the Hunter Biden indictment do anything to temper the enthusiasm of all Trump supporters to think 
that the federal government only picks on President Trump? No. No, no I don't think so. Not at all. That's a, that's a good answer. Not at all. No. They won't. Well, they, they haven't started impeachment proceedings, have they not? Uh, I, I don't think they've started impeachment. They've talked a lot about it. They've oh, okay. had hearings around the periphery. I don't think there's a formal Official. impeachment underway yet. Gotcha. All right. Juanita Castro, the sister of former Cuban rulers Fidel Castro and Raul Castro, and a longtime opponent of the communist regime in Cuba, died this week in Miami. She was 90 years old. Fifth daughter of Angel Castro and Lina Ruz, born in Baran in the eastern region of Cuba. Castro was one of the most vigorous critics of her brother's regime and never returned to her country after going into exile. She left the island in 1964 on her way to Mexico to reunite with her sister. By that time, she had already had significant differences with Brother Fidel due to his turn toward communism. Before she left Cuba, she had begun working as a CIA agent. As part of that work, she helped 200 people leave that island until her death she lived in the miami area she worked for the cia huh she did hmm. things JFK that make you go anniversary oh. i see what you're doing here john i see what you're doing <laughs> you yeah oh god all right i'm not Bob, even you have any uh, jfk conspiracies you want to throw at john not and even. kenny they really <laughs> like discussing those <laughs> no, i'm not gonna go down that rabbit hole and finally <laughs> a unique punishment for uh, a woman in ohio uh, rosemary hayne threw a burrito bowl at a chipotle employee she slammed down her order in a video on the counter while shouting at the manager for a full minute. Eventually, she picked up the hot bowl of food, tossed it right in the manager's face. Well, a lot of people got in their way so that she couldn't leave unpunished. Hayne and her fellow diner rushed out of the restaurant, but they got her license plate. Uh, she was arrested at her home for her misdeeds. Now, this week, she was initially ordered to pay a fine and serve 180 days in jail with 90 days suspended. But due to the unique nature of the crime, Judge What's Timothy... What's the twist? What's the twist, John? Judge Timothy Gilligan offered her an alternative oh, option. Gilligan. <laughs> if Hayne agreed to and followed through with working 20 hours a week at a fast food restaurant for two months, that's brilliant. She'd reduce her time behind bars to just 60 days. Haynes reportedly apologized to the court and to Russell, accepting the counter offer and will soon be standing behind a fast food counter. Uh, whether it's a Chipotle counter has yet to be determined. How fun would it be to be on the receiving end of her abuse as a customer? She just throws that thing at you. That'd be it. Like it'd be like being roasted by Don Rickles. It'd just be. It'd be a lot of fun. Pay extra. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. I absolutely. do love the creative punishment. I love the creative punishment. I do too. Yeah. It's like right out of a sitcom, isn't it? Or a, a bad movie. Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, with that, why don't we send it? Can to I? Uh, why don't you send it to me? Because John, I okay. forgot that it was on this day in 1980. I'm playing this just for you. Oh. Now, but explain to me and the other listeners that weren't around really in 1980, I mean, I was two, but 
how big of a deal it was that Howard interrupted Monday Night Football to announce John Lennon had been shot and killed. Well, I, I think it was a big deal because just that didn't happen in those days. Now would it be as big a deal? Probably not. Yeah, plus, plus he was a Beatle. I mean, and the Beatles were unquestionably, you know, the musical act up to that point in America. Other than the two-year-old, does everybody who was, you know, a thinking human being sure. at the time, uh, remember where they were when they heard the news? John, yeah. where you were? Vividly, yeah. yeah. I was so, bowling at Midway Lanes in Mandan, North Dakota. Walked into the bar to get a beer in between frames and uh, saw the report on the news. I knew the band that was playing, so I went and talked to them because we were all huge Beatle fans, obviously. And uh, we spent the night drinking beer and talking about the Beatles. Kenny, what about you? Uh, I was in my truck at the time. I was a kid, teenager, and uh, just driving down the highway and heard it. And what was disappointing for me at the time is he had just released an album, and a couple of different songs were getting heavy airplay, and it was really, actually really good, and I was really enjoying those tunes. So it was a big, big letdown because it seemed to me like Lennon really had finally got it together and we were going to get a lot of good stuff out of him in the eighties. And it was just, it was, it was a, it was a bummer, man. I was, I was on my way back to St. Thomas. I was a sophomore at the time. I was with my girlfriend and I think her mom was driving us back to St. Thomas. We stopped at the holiday store on Hiawatha. I don't, not even sure if it's still there. I think it is. Hmm. And we heard the news on the radio and it's just weird. Those little, those moments. Like I remember, this is really obscure. I remember where I was when I heard Roberto Clemente, died the famous huh. hall of fame baseball player on new year's eve new year's eve yeah. uh, delivering uh, <clears throat> relief supplies in nicaragua i think it was we were over by what was then called the apache mall yeah they, sure. they had that train during around christmas time. yes i was yep. with yeah. my mom we were out shopping and i it just it's weird those moments in your life that you remember because back then i was a huge baseball fan i'm sure i had and still have most of roberto clemente's baseball cards and uh, but yeah, the John Lennon thing, I remember thinking, well, now we know for sure there will never be a Beatles reunion. Right. That was the first yeah. thing that came no. to mind. Right. Um, nerd question. Have any of you ever been to the Dakota on the Upper West Side? I have not. Yes. Where where he was shot. Yeah. I, I was just there last summer. Uh, a friend of mine and I went out for a run in Central Park. And yeah. he lives. He lives in New York City. Yeah, and we we ran by that part of the park they call Strawberry Strawberry Fields. Fields. Yeah. My God, we have the same story. Only I was running from the law, yeah. but it's basically <laughs> I was uh, uh, Tom. I was in Strawberry Fields, and you can see it right there. And yes. I'm like, oh, what the hell? I walked over there. We did the same thing. In fact, my friend Hank, we ran by it, and then we, you know, you kind of lingered. They still kind of. There's so many tourists that still right. walk by there. But yeah. after having seen the documentaries and read books about it it was just fascinating to be there it looks exactly the same as right. it did back then. yeah it's actually a kind of a haunting structure it is yeah and i don't know if there's still a lot of celebrities who live there but back then there were a lot of a lot yeah. celebrities who lived it, there. it's it's just the death still to this day doesn't make any sense to me this rat bastard it's just why john lennon you know why not yourself you ass Anyhow. Somebody is doing a, a documentary series on it this week. I just read about it, about the whole, whatever, series of events, uh, which might, I don't know, give us some more information. I don't know, but uh, I'm going to look right now because now I want to yeah, know. And I'm trying to find the name of a book. I just read about this uh, just not too long ago that was because I had visited 
the Dakota, I go, okay, I got to read more about this. Sure. And there, there's a book that's been out not too long that was really good. I uh, wonder how much that changed the behavior of musicians and actors as how they, uh, how, how they relate. Yeah, their accessibility and how they relate to fans. Uh, I bet that really changed things. Because that's the first of its kind, right, John? Had anybody yeah. else been murdered by a fan? Not that I'm aware of. So. Yeah, yeah. Not that I'm aware of. There was a, the famous story, uh, David Crosby, who was pretty wrecked at that point on drugs. Uh, remember, he got arrested about two years later, and uh, he had a gun on him, and the reporters asked him why, and he, he said, you ever hear of John Lennon? But that, yeah. you know, his brain at the time was a little uh, confused. Right, him, yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, I can't uh, find the name of this book I read, but he was very accessible to his fans. Yep. And this book goes through how even, uh, you know, the guy who killed him, he was oh. signing things for him. He Wasn't he? Wait a minute. It's coming back to me. He was also obsessed with Taxi Driver, was he not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe Mark yep. Chapman, yep, also. Yeah. There is a, if you're interested, and if you have Apple TV, that series is John Lennon Murder Without Trial. It's a three-part docu-series. And uh, it says it'll go into the murder and the investigation and conviction of Mark David Chapman. And it and, has just started. And here's Apple. the one I will highly recommend. I did find the one I read. I can't believe I forgot. It's a James Patterson book, The Last Days of John Lennon. And what he does, I love how he juxtaposes, like you take, I forget if it's the last week or two weeks of their, of their, of his life. You know, it's what was John Lennon doing on a certain day? What was Mark Chapman doing? Oh, and then wow. until it. the two points converge on the day that he murders him. And it huh. was, it was really fascinating to huh. see wow. how these things finally intersect with a tragedy. But John, would you say that he really had like I've always assumed he really had gotten his life together and things were really going well for him compared to how it was in the earlier seventies. Yeah. He, I mean, he had quit drinking, he had quit doing any drugs. Uh, he was, you know, he ate, he was almost to me, he looked, you know, too skinny, that kind of thing. He, he ate very well. He ate macrobiotic and all that fun stuff. And but he and Yoko seemed to be having he, a great time. Yeah. He seemed happy. Very happy. Yeah. And if you see, there's clips of him in the studio making Double Fantasy, that last album you were talking about. Yeah. And, and he's always, I mean, in those clips, looks like he's just having a ball making and he had, it. Traditionally, I learned later that he was always kind of a sourpuss making oh, yeah. music with the Beatles. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he had last, that reputation. One last Sorry. note on this. Any of you ever been to Abbey Road in no, London? No. 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 I, I got to go last October. And yes, I watching did, a Tommy game. I did the no. I was oh. running the, the London Marathon. No and, way. Yeah. Then then I, I ran the London Marathon. Ubered to my hotel, showered, met a bunch of guys at the Vikings New Orleans Saints game. Oh, cool. That was a pretty what we call in the biz an epic day. I bet you run a, the London Marathon, end at Buckingham Palace, then you go to a Vikings game and get to see them win in the last second. But anyway, the next day I went over to uh, the Abbey Road Studios. It was awesome. I did the crosswalk thing. I, the the locals, I think, get a little tired of that because they're sure. always having to dodge people right. stopping in the middle of Abbey Road <laughs> to get I, their picture taken in the crosswalk. Did you have your shoes on? I, I, I did have my so shoes good. on, yes. Tom, yeah. I did that at Dealey Plaza. Oh, I've done, but, I've done yeah, the yeah, Dealey Plaza But it was thing. 3 in the morning, and I was very intoxicated. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't Such do that with his kids, but they were facing the wrong way? Yes. Yeah, they went back. They went the other way. Uh, what I've Road. learned here uh, yeah, from Road, Tom, yeah. what I've learned from Tom here is you have way too much energy. <laughs> if you ran a marathon, that right there should have killed you. You should have been in your hotel, passed out on the floor. Here, 
It How was, many do you have left for the big six? That that just Tokyo. And you just got into Tokyo. I'm going to do Tokyo on March 3rd. Then I will have the six marathon majors uh, under my belt. And that's only about 10,000 people have ever achieved that. That's pretty yes. high class. Yes. And when you're done, are you going to sit down and maybe have some peanut butter? Or, you know, <laughs> I have all of those a things A beer, now. just relax. I, I will tell you the greatest thing about that day of the October marathon was going to the Vikings game and by the time I got there, it was halftime. My buddies did save me one beer that was under my seat. It may or may not have been lukewarm by the oh, time I got to it. God. And then they were, sure. done. They, were, they were going by NFL rules, so they were not serving beer yes. anymore by the time I got there after, after halftime in London. But here was something that happened that there had to be divine intervention. The game ends. Vikings win. We go, we got to get to a pub and celebrate. We get up in the concourse and... We're trying to figure out where to go. We're kind of Googling things. All of a sudden, all of the concession stands start opening their windows and they're shoving out hundreds of cold beers that have been <gasps> pre-poured. And we're looking at each other going, what is happening What's here? What's going on here? It turns out that the moment the game ends, the NFL is no longer in control. Oh. The local entity oh. can do whatever they want. <laughs> and they wanted to sell beer. So we sat there with a bunch of Vikings fans for about two and a half hours yeah. drinking yeah. beer yeah. at the stadium. Yeah. And it was epic. I mean, it does not get any better than that. And they were taking our money, which was fine. Uh, so then we eventually got to a pub many hours and later. we but. grabbed audio of that. Uh, Just got ejected <laughs> from game 175. 24. I'm just kidding. That's Detroit Don. Yeah. That was uh, not Tom Hauser at the Vikings. Well, this it was, guy. <laughs> it, was, it was so much fun. But yeah, so I've got the Tokyo Marathon coming up uh, March 3rd. I have a friend, luckily, who I went to high school with who was an exchange student from Japan, uh, Yosuke Mori. He is living over in Japan again. I'm going to meet up with him. He's going to show me the, the, give me the cook's tour huh. of Tokyo. I've done it once before when I was there with Governor Ventura 25 and years ago. Here, but, I was proud of myself for making it through a sixth grade basketball practice without having to use my inhaler last night. <laughs> well, that's good too. Wow. That is good too. And I, you know what I did last night? I signed up just on a whim. I'm going to run the reindeer run 15K tomorrow morning. Around Lake Harriet, Jesus, it's oh, like four laps, tired. four la three or four laps, three laps around Lake Harriet. Wow! But where so, were you when you heard Rookie tell you about Zero Res? I was right here, sitting right there, because uh, Zero Res and Tom has used Zero Res. I have used Zero Res. Kenny has used Zero we Res. We all have. We all have used Zero yeah. Res. Why? Because we like them. Wow. Is that what you've done before? <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. wow. Here's, the, here's the reason why. They have a 4.9 rating on Google with over 17,000 reviews. They back it up with the Zero Res Gotta Love It guarantee. It makes it easy to get what you pay for. Zero Res stands behind every single cleaning. Go ahead and get clean, but do not miss this deal because it is a good one. Call Zero Res for the Rookie GL Special. Get three rooms, zero resified, starting at just $129. And Dirt and Dander, they're in your air ducts. This month, take $75 off when you get your air ducts zero res clean. Call right now and get on the scheduling because they're going to be filling up because of the Christmas Eve coming. Hanukkah's already here. Oy vey, call Zero Res right now. 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. -E -E Go online to zeroresminnesota.com. 
Tell them you want the rookie and the Garage Logic special. You got to say our name to get the special. How do you spell it again? Oh, yeah. It's spelled the same forwards or backwards. Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. Just one Z there, Tom. 9520-RES. For me, it was the dramatic pause for because we, we like you. Where have I heard that before? <laughs> what the hell was that? That sounded, like, that sounded like faint praise oh to me. God, yes. No, it's because Buckethead had no idea where he was going. That's why I going made me one? laugh. Let's keep her room going. <laughs> they really do a good job. Oh, yeah. I can just, that's why we've used them for probably 15, 20 years. And I first heard of them. On Garage Logic back on Way the back. radio days. Yeah. yeah. Jeez, that, that's, they started here. So, John Sakura was the original owner. Wait, did did oh, it start in the scramble? Did it start in the Twin Cities? Uh, they were, he started the franchise here. I don't know if it had already been around in different locations. Oh, okay. And then he had he had sold it off because he had some other things to do, but he sold it to good owners, and now the current owners are. You know what the best though? Because I had them come in before we moved our stuff into our new place. Yeah, he got the whole damn house done. I mean, top to bottom, he got the whole damn house done. I think. Why don't you tell me the scripture in the ad? I will sometime. Okay. Okay. That was almost two years ago already. I'm trying to get somebody to call me so we can hear Uptown Girl again. So. Uh, Tom, this book looks pretty good, Tom, but I have a stack of about James 40 Patterson. right now. Yeah. So do I, but it's worth it. And boy, it flies. You know, Patterson, I, yeah. I, I've I've always loved his fiction, but his nonfiction is huh. excellent. So wow. I highly recommend it. I'm going to have to go for it. Just the way he it, did it, the way he gets the two of them coming from these polar opposites and then the day that yeah. fateful day that they meet. It's I'll, uh, I'll put it on the stack, which means I get to it in about two years. <laughs> if you'd ever finished ball well, four. Maybe if I'm your secret Santa. Oh, let me turn my... Yeah. <laughs> and find out it is not actually Uptown Girl if I can get my volume to come up. All right. Uh, so all we have left is just the holiday online auction. And you have to... I must have my... Oh, hey, off. don't forget to promote... As we say goodbye at, at issue. Oh, yes. You haven't even promoted I will do that. that yet. I will do that. Oh, and that auction thing, too. Yeah. Right? Yep. Is that on? Uh, yeah, but I don't know why my ringer. I have my ringer turned off, so if I'm in a court, I don't get held in contempt. Yeah. <laughs> they hold you in contempt anyway, Tom. Yeah, well, I am, con I am contemptible. <laughs> Just ask my oh. wife. Uh, oh, tongue girl. <laughs> God. It's not actually my ringtone. It's not? Okay. No, it was an ad that popped up on Instagram, not TikTok, because then I'd be 17% more anti-Semitic. Anti right. 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 According to Nikki Haley. There's is that no what it ringtone. Is? No. no. That's just some video. Whoa. All right, we ready? You know what time for? Partay. Part B. Partay. It's Thank God today is Friday. T G T I. It's a scramble. You know you haven't done yet. Promote an ad issue. I've got to promote ad issue. Who are you having on? Uh, this Sunday, 10 a.m. on Channel Five. If you're an early riser, we also air it. 7 a.m. on Channel 45. I just Sarah, gotta watch it online. Sarah Gad, or you can watch it online. I don't care how you watch it, just watch people. Okay. 
Sarah Gad, who's running uh, in the primary against Ilhan Omar, fifth district candidate. Fascinating backstory on her. Uh, spent time in jail. She was convicted uh, of many felonies, both in, in uh, Chicago area and in the Twin Cities after she got addicted to opioids after a car accident. She has pulled her life together, went to law school, and is now a lawyer who defends people that used to be in the situation uh, she was in. Wow. Really just a fascinating story. In fact, if you look her up, Sarah Gad, S-A-R-A-H-G-A-D, Washington Post did a great story on her last year about how she has kind of turned her life full circle. But we'll have her on to ask her why she's running for Congress and what she hopes to achieve in that race, that that primary uh, involving Ilhan Omar, Don Samuels, and uh, Sarah Gadd and Tim Peterson. Those are the four candidates we know of right now. There is some talk if Samuels, that Samuels and Gadd will decide whose campaign is getting more traction and one of them may step aside. Sure just so there's a better chance of somebody winning that race. That's the political speculation that we're hearing. Do you truly believe that Ilhan Omar would step down if she didn't get the nomination? Well, she wouldn't have to step down, but she can't. She, you mean, would I, she, I mean, would she, would she, would she try to run as an independent? Right, right. I, I would doubt it, but okay. I mean, the primary if you win the primary in that's the your fifth ticket. district, that's your you're golden in. ticket, right? You're in. If well, that's what we primary, saw. Was it last in. year during a primary where we had all hell break loose in Minneapolis? What what race was that? Oh, that was the uh, the Somali, council ward uh, something um, or other. It was in court. It was the um, John has completely Somalis. checked out of the show. <laughs> oh, I can't remember. I'm looking. I'm actually looking at the last piece <laughs> of I think it was a yes, city council and I think race. A lot of the uh, Somali guys and this was, started fighting. This was just for the primary nomination, right? Or the because they didn't like race. the way it was going, and they knew that that was it. If you once you got that nomination, you were go. You know, you were yes. basically going to win the election. And we we have several districts. Really, the only swing district left in Minnesota is the one Angie Craig. Uh, now represents that's considered on the partisan voting index from the Cook Report. It's about a one or two percent advantage for Democrats. But last time she won it by five, and so she's over Kissner, right, Tyler? Kissner? Yeah, Tyler Kissner. She's beaten him a couple of times. It's uh, you know Stauber now. Remember how the eighth district used to be so hotly contested? That's become a pretty reliable Republican district now. Tom Emmer's in a reliably Republican district. Betty McCollum, a reliably Democratic district. Uh, Brad Finstead down on the first. That is now becoming reliably Republican again after Tim Walls represented down there. So, but don't count Ilhan Omar out. She has been a survivor in these races. She narrowly beat Don Samuels last time. We'll see what happens this time, but it will be the reason to keep an eye on that primary sure. in August. You gave us a, a an option to watch. I usually watch the um, the ten o'clocker yeah. issue, but if you watch the seven a.m. on forty five, it's a little more uh, colorful. Tom's usually just coming in off a of bender, and the the name of the <laughs> show is "What's Your Issue?" And the yes. caller, "What's Your Issue?" What do you want? <laughs> it's a little more. Um, it's a little more fun. We also like to call it "You've Got Issues." You've got issues. And then yes. that's where I just belittle all of the listeners and all of my Twitter followers. What do you want today? Yeah. What is your problem? <laughs> At ten o'clock, yeah. I'm usually pretty sobered up, and then it's right. a little more of uh, just the news, ma'am. Exactly. Just news. Exactly. Well, that's what we got going on. Other than my run tomorrow, I'll see all of you at the Reindeer Run. Lake oh, Harry for tomorrow. sure. Yeah, save me a spot. Would you at least meet meet me for Bloody Marys? 
afterwards? Maybe. 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 Or maybe. under the seat. Or yes. Uh, don't okay. forget about the. Hang on, Chris. Oh, Hang on, Chris. Because you because you challenged me. Here you go. Ward ten city council meeting is where that happened. They all he got not checked out. He is very much here. <laughs> I apologize, John. I apologize if you were offended. If I was offended, okay. Right. Good. Good. Please enough. Don't forget the Garage Logic Holiday Online Auction begins today. You can save up to seventy percent off your retail price on some amazing items. Some of those auction items include a five night all inclusive golf vacation for two. In the Dominican Republic, courtesy of Escape With Us Vacations, a riding lawnmower trimmer and blower from Tri-State Bobcat, an ice fishing trip from Ballard's Resort, three different e-bikes from EcoFun Motorsports, a Canadian fishing trip at Fletcher's Lake Resort, gift certificates at the Grand Old Creamery Institute of Non-Destructive Testing Certificate Program, OsteoStrong 12-month memberships, all you got to do, visit garagelogic.com and enter the keyword auction to view on items and bid. Rook, GL staff, not eligible. But I am not items. technically GL staff. But you are, we Mr. Hauser, because you are not staff. So I am eligible. Uh, thanks for filling in these last couple of days, Tom. It, it's fun. been nice fun. Job. I know I know. Joe's going to catch an early flight on Monday if in the, in the <laughs> unlikely instance one of the airlines screws up his travel arrangements, you know where to find me. Rookie may make that happen. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm going to see what I can. I'll find out if he's there. I'll look on Monday and see. I'll poke around. I'll poke around. <laughs> see if we can't delay that flight just exactly, a little bit. Exactly. Well, guys, it's been real. Thanks, Thanks for Tom. having me. Thanks, Tommy. Hey, by the way, uh, GLers, don't go away yet. You've got to subscribe to Garage Logic on YouTube. It's a free service. And it's extremely entertaining. Then flip over to the town council, 10 bucks a month, $100 for the year. Gets you access pre-show, during the show breaks, when I don't know if we're on or we're off. And post-show, it's very, very, very entertaining. Tom was the main attraction today with some inside stories. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> tell your friends and neighbors, we've got uh, the Garage Logic Town Council available to you. Cha? Weekend cha? Yeah, garagelogic.com cha. Contract? Sure. Yep. We are clear. Still on the council, but we're clear. Do you not do the uh, the old Frank Sinatra thing? We can't. We can't oh. play anything copyrighted on the show. So basically, all the music you hear yeah. is Dylan Height, John's son. Really? Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Everything you hear. So we he can't sold play. you the rights to that for well, several right? Yeah, it was a tough negotiation. <laughs> but we can't play any. We can't play movie clips. We can't play TV shows. We can't play. The only reason I like the uh, Howard Cosell because it was a news story. That's yeah. why I can play that. Could you? If this was still on the radio, can you do that on the radio oh, still? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Why? Why is the? Is it's it, because it's it's all about. Oh, what's the word, John? Help me. Uh, well, you have to ask, ask him. Yeah, ask him as opposed to you have to have a separate uh, uh, license to do that. It doesn't, oh, unfortunately, no. it doesn't qualify under the same license radio stations does. You have to have a separate one for podcast. And there, there have been negotiations. Oh, boy, I don't know. I've been reading about it for five, 10 years where yep. they're trying to get it straightened out, but nobody can agree to anything. Well, where if they did agree, then maybe all of the podcast industry would pitch in. A little bit of money to be able to use, right? Or you could just pay for a light. You know, Hubbard could pay X amount of dollars, and they yeah. could use it on, on their entire. Well, like podcast. right now, is that not even an option? There's no, not even no. somebody to buy that. There, 
from. And that's the thing, because some podcasts elect to do that, but then they could be subject to lawsuits. And the Hubbard policy yeah. has just been, we're not going to even tempt it. That's, yeah. And so, that's the question I always get from people. Hey, uh, so-and-so's podcast. How come this guy show? Well, that's, yeah, it's that's not a decision. You know, we, and, we, we rarely use music anymore in our television news stories. Right. Even some, Even if it's like a high school band playing a song, we mm. have to be careful if it, if it's because it's the focus of a news story, we can play a few seconds of it. Yep. But gone are the days of playing a yes. big lift yeah. out of yep. you know uh, one of uh, rookie's favorite Britney Spears songs. Oh, so so toxic, <laughs> probably toxic. <laughs> it's just all right, guys. I'm gonna go. Uh, yeah, you gotta go do. I'm TV. gonna go do a show. Right. Hey, let's <laughs> do a show. <laughs> let's do a show. Uh, Johnny and Kenny, great to see you guys. Good to see you, Tom. Thanks. Thanks Tom. Enjoy wandering it. the woods up near Alexandria. <laughs> see you, Tom. All right, also, good luck with your run tomorrow. Oh, I will. Gentlemen, it's... don't forget your time cards. Oh, oh yeah. God. Thank My you. My son's wife has Tokyo and, news stories, and London left. Oh, thank you. Too. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, London is a blast. Yeah. And I'll let you know about Tokyo. That's hard to get into. This is this is your wife, you said? who has This is my son's wife. Son's Okay. It's at Tokyo. That'd be your daughter-in-law. My daughter-in-law, yeah. Yep. Tokyo, because she's got four stars, that's going to help her. I had five stars, so they had a special lottery for, uh, I, I forget how many, there was a couple thousand of us who had five stars. I only and have they six a, left. They did a drawing, they did a drawing <laughs> of a hundred available spots. Mm -hmm. And I got one. You got lucky? And I really did. I mean, because there was other people in my running group who got shut out. Now, I just tried to get into the Chicago Marathon next October, which I've already run before, but my nephew's going to do it, so I wanted to run with him. He got in, and I did not. Really? So it's just a random. Chicago's just kind of a random drawing, but it's a great course because it's flat. Yeah. London is flat. Plus, you get a bulletproof vest, don't you, at the Chicago? Yes, one? you should. Yeah. Luckily, they don't run you through the shooting gallery. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, thank you. That awesome. was fun. All right, just see you, slide that bad boy. Okay. This I way. almost walked right into it. I know that's why I watched. Joe, Joe does that daily. Joe does that daily. Yeah, but let me know if his plate cool. seriously does get to land. I'll be around. Okay, so, cool. Happy. Thanks, Tom. Okay, thanks, guys. Yep. Easy. And, oh, yeah, I was going to do the KSTP story. KSTP. Is it still on the main page? Bye, Kenny. Okay. Chris, I just sent you some stuff, and I'm going to go grab a timesheet. <laughs> yep. What was it called? Um. What were you looking for? Tom's story. Damn it. Uh, I guess I could just go to his Twitter no, account because yeah, that's right. where I saw it first. Yeah. I got it up here. You know. What? It is. The Festival of Light. Yes. How are you, Tom? So good to be back yes. in studio. Where have you been? I got it. Christmas in the Holy Land. Yeah. It is Israeli light. Yes, Hebrew. Heard on the show. Take the caps lock off. You're right. With some emphasis in there, Johnny. It's my table. It's glass. Oh. So that's why I always mute when I write. Mm. Um. How about we do this? Okay. Channel five. 
political reporter Tom Hauser fills fills P H I L S fills in as deputy mayor once again Johnny Height. <laughs> so you missed it the other day. John John was in studio. Joe made me type the town council thing. Yeah. Because he's over there cussing. I don't know why. I, I This is the first time I've ever I never realized how bad he is at typing. He's horrible. Because I've never really seen him do it. <laughs> I said, Joe, it's like three paragraphs. Just come in here and do it. Quit being a smart ass. Yeah. Okay. Horrible. Joe, Joe. Yes. So, of course, it was, you know, he'd tell me the sentence. Yes, how do you spell cat? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh, crap. I forgot about Roycey. Oh. Oh, crap. Uh. Here you go, counsel. <laughs> hey. I screwed up. Hauser was filling in for Joe today, and we started at 11 because he had to do his TV hit, so we're already done. Oh, okay. All right. No problem. No problem. Ooh, you got the ricey crud. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, it's, it's coming. It came. Oh. Uh, Sunday morning, I started sniffling, and the first thing I said was, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Two days later, <laughs> All right. We'll see you Monday then. Goodbye. Yeah. Okay. I will. All right. Sorry, counsel. <laughs> I, I looked and I thought, uh oh, I think he's going yeah, to say something. Yeah, you know what, though? The council loves it when racing drops in F bomb. Exactly. And I said, mother effort. <laughs> That's probably, well, no, that would have been Monday. I would have started feeling worse by. This morning is when it like I don't, I don't even I'm not even sick I just got the crud. Till till had just horrible uh, last week sicker than a dog. Still worked and stuff, but he was struggling to say the least. Yeah, he actually with the doctor because his lungs started to hurt me. That shit. If I have or shucks, sorry. If I have uh, Johnny with the rare. Yeah, I don't use the swear, so I you never do. If anyone's uh, you know offended, offended, I apologize. Uh, his lungs hurt. He thought, if I have pneumonia, I'm not going to be happy. So he went and what just happened? Oh, I didn't scan. <laughs> I'm trying to send you a blank sheet. Well, the one I'm worried about is, is Kenny's. That's why I said something. Cause you guys are usually good. Cause I got to turn Kenny's in before I go. And I'd really like to do that. Yeah. We're taking uh, apart. We're taking down the trampoline today, John. Uh Oh, because we got the what do you call it the, the netting that goes upright on the side. Yep. Because otherwise, I don't want kids falling off the damn thing. And I understand. Well, I'm just more worried about getting sued by a neighbor kid than I am about anybody really getting hurt. Because we've got woods behind it, so I don't want some kid falling into the the crap. Gotcha. That's always a sad day when you take down the old. The old trampoline. 
Yeah, but come on, it's December eighth. That's exactly right. That's what I said to the boys. I let William wear shorts to school today. <laughs> I thought to hell with it. It's December eighth. Go ahead, buddy. Knock yourself out. I've been wearing shorts. I don't know. <laughs> Every day, pretty much. Johnny Height would be proud. I, Did you always go to the store? Did what? Oh no, no there's three. Yep, I just three. Putin. 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 Putty. 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 What? Let's see. What do I do now? I do this. And... Oh, I got to do my type card. Okay, I just sent it. There you go. Oh, well, I was. Was I? Were you part of that conversation? What how Which the one? The you know the Hubbard said, "Hey, if we're adding another week to everybody's thing, time off or whatever." I was here when you were talking about it yesterday. I don't okay. know. Okay, yeah, I was like, "Well, that's great." Joe doesn't take enough time off for me to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, Rock. Speaking of that, I'm about to make workies life. There's a, a a day that I do need to take off during Christmas week. I need to take ah. that Wednesday off. So now uh, you said we are working, right? Yesterday, yeah, did, that yeah. week, okay. except so for the two Mondays because the two Mondays are the holiday. So Tuesday through Friday, yeah, that's yep. fine. Like Both those weeks. Well, I just thought well, we're not really going anywhere. But although that Wednesday, because I have, it's just there's no way I'll be able to bring the kids with me. It's just it's too much. Yeah. Plus, I'm I'm carrying over a week and almost a week and a half the next year. So eventually, I got to start taking some of this time off. I was going to say, will you get to use that eventually, or probably not? Although I think she wants to go somewhere for spring break this year, and maybe I even get to go with, <laughs> or she might plan it without me. I have no idea. Excuse me. Well, you know, traveling with kids—it's fun, but it's a lot. It's a chore, man. It's a chore. Oh, oh, here we go. Lewis Black. It's always a little creepy when Hanukkah and Christmas are this close because it's just, it's really not right. We really need, I've said this time and again in my act, and I, I, I really believe it. We got to, Hanukkah needs to be moved to like April. <laughs> it just really, I don't care. I've had French, well, that's really, no, it's not. It doesn't compare. It just looks so sad in comparison. <laughs> it does. I don't give a fuck, you know? You know, playing with a top? Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Well, he looks old. Yeah. You're tiring. Oh, yeah, we're gonna look yeah. Yeah. You know, my, my parents would light candles, and then they'd say, you want to see a light? Look at the pilot light. <laughs> pilot light. God, he's funny. He really is. <laughs> And the way he says F you is, is I think yeah. did I tell you guys about his retirement thing? Did yeah. you see that? Yeah, that's what that's what made me think of, of pulling it up. Maybe he's just also nice and you know, yeah, I gotta retire, you're getting old. He's, so if if you don't make this tour, F you <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's funny. Colleen had a really good relationship with him. Oh, really? Yeah. Obit for Ezra Chang Ebner. All right. Patrick said I have to read it. I'm not going to do it right now. I don't know who that is. Is that on Twitter? A, yeah, it's an obit. Is it? Did he post it? Or? Yeah, he just did. Oh. 
This one will have to read it at some we point. We got a new cannabis director. Got a new what? I'm sorry. We got a new cannabis director. Or cannabis director. I noticed he went after John Robb pretty good. <laughs> Crazy. But you know what? Pat and Joe are wrong about this whole live thing. These guys, th- that money is obscene. How but it's can- also blood money. I mean, it's, you know, I mean, you're dealing with people that it's like somebody just posted Rick Riley. In fact, said, congratulations, John Rahm on the 6 million, but make sure you don't beat any Saudis because they do carry the saws with them. <laughs> so it's Ooh. blood money. Would you turn it down? Yeah. Yes. Would you really? Morally, yeah, morally, I don't know. How can you how could you live with that? I mean, okay. I don't, you know. Just. It's like it's like saying would you have turned Jews in during World War II? I mean, to me, what's you know okay, 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 okay. Five hundred was it five hundred million dollars? Six hundred million got. That's what uh, Riley said anyway. I don't know. That is I mean, I mean I mean <laughs> Damn, that's a lot of that's a lot of money, John. That's a lot of that's money. A lot of money. A lot, of, a lot of money. Which I don't have. I don't have a lot of money. A lot of money. <laughs> I bought. No, a I'm going to get the last night, Chris. Was it because of the interaction with uh, what's his name, Pat Monahan? No, Pat, no, 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 Pat no. Donahue. No, this is Who what the hell's Pat Monahan? Isn't that Train's <laughs> lead singer? <laughs> I think it is, isn't it? Something Monahan. Why the hell did I say Pat? I've been lusting after this one since I was home and played my buddies in October, since I was in Bismarck. Okay. And I just finally, somebody put one on sale. I, I just had to. I had, well, first, let me correct that. First, I had to talk Lori into it. And, and then uh, then I had to. A lot of money. <clears throat> you only live once, John. That's so uh, kind of what finally convinced her, I think, when I said that. You know. Yeah. So, okay, I don't know why I'm seeing this. What do you see? The new Minnesota housing first-generation homebuyer program, which is anticipated in the spring of 2024. Here's the program. You get up to $35,000 for a down payment, okay, which sounds like a lot, but honestly, I don't think you can do – so that's what – 20% 20% of that is, hold on, let me do, I'm trying to do the math here. That's 70, no, that wouldn't be 700,000, would it? I'm not really listening. What'd you say? <laughs> it's 35,000 what now? It's 20% of what? Hold on. God damn it. Yeah, that would be a $700,000 so, loan. So, yeah. But that's just there? the down payment because you also need cash to close. So um, who do you get the money from? The, the state. The state? But For that's the re- thing. I mean. Uh-huh. So for down payment, half is forgiven after 10 years, the other half after 20. So if you live there for 20 years, the loan is forgiven? I don't know. Well, I don't know any, anything about this program. What, uh, what I'm looking uh, at it. That's what I'm, that's what's what I'm it asking. Minnesota what? Minnesota Housing First Generation Home Buyer Program. Oh, my God. That's a long ago. <laughs> First generation. Startup purchase price limit. Borrows can pick up to two of the following. But, okay, once again, what these people are not realizing is the people, the guy shacking up in the tent on Lake Street 
isn't there because he needs this program to buy a house. Yeah. He's there because he's addicted to fentanyl. And I'm not saying, look, this is actually a government program. I'm not poo-pooing. If this is going to help people, then that's then fine. Because I real, I actually had a really heartbreaking discussion with a, a guy that's in his late 20s. That says he and his girlfriend or fiance said, we can't, we can't find anything that we, that we like. And they're blowing $17 a month on rent. So I gave him the Uncle Chris speech. Yeah, but we can't afford to buy a house. I said, oh, I'm sorry. It sucks. So whatever. Whatever. Oh, Whatever. Kenny Olson's timesheet. Did you send yours yet? You bastard. Uh, yes, I did. Okay. Sure. Did Otani yeah. sign yet? No, not that I saw. All right. They said they expect it, though, by the end of the day today. With the Blue Jays, uh, that that the last thing I saw was the Blue Jays were the leading contender, but it wasn't for sure. I did see if <laughs> do you follow Phil Hughes on Twitter? Oh yeah, his post. He goes, "Wouldn't it be cool if he lived in one of the rooms of the hotel <laughs> if he signed with Toronto?" <laughs> oh, at the Rogers Center. Yeah, yeah. I chuckled. I lol'd, Chris. I remember him being funny when we had him on at Twins Fest. Yeah. Okay, thank you, Hans. Hans? 20%. So uh, it would be a $175,000 loan would be thirty five grand. We should never do math, I think is the point. He's 20% of 700000 is 140000 Wait. Yeah, that's he's right, because yeah, one fifth right. would be one-fifth yeah. of yep. 700000 right. I guess had we thought about it, uh, we'd, have, we'd have realized. <laughs> yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. 20%. Yep. 20%. Yep. 20%. So $175,000 home, which is a, that's a good starter home price. Get yourself in a town home or something. Here, you know how old I am? My first house cost 69000 and it was a nice house. Jesus, balls, you're old. Uh, that was about what it cost Jess and I for our first place. It was one. It's actually 179 I think we... 69. That's where William was born. Oh, your boy's your baby. Coon Rapids one, I can't remember. I think it was like 149. No, oh, that little bastard's taller than his mom and kind of lips off every once in a while. Yeah, he'll keep growing. <laughs> he'll keep growing. You know what sucks too is I think basketball is going to be his favorite sport. Son of a bitch. I said, buddy, you're not going to stop playing baseball, just so you know. <laughs> just so you know. Really hungry, Chris. What should I eat? Oh, yeah. We didn't go down and get lunch because we started at 11. What'd they have down there? What are you saying? <laughs> You're about to find out. Oh. What was I going to ask Rook earlier? Oh, God. It's only 1 o'clock. That's right. Yes. What was what? I going to ask Rook earlier, John? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Is that pretty helpful? Yeah. Extremely. <laughs> 